2: Welcome back to 17 Questions, the podcast where we ask 17 weird and wonderful questions to a guest, weird and wonderful enough to join us. This week on the podcast, we have...
1: Rob Eads. Uh, I am a actor, presenter, uh, food and fitness blogger, Instagram man, but I say blogger, I don't know why it sounds a bit more authentic.
2: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) authoritative. Um, Well, do you have any idea how the format goes or do you want me to give you a quick rundown of how we're going to...
1: I have a brief idea but a rundown would also be brilliant
2: okay yeah. so we are picking from two pools of questions we have the weird pile and the wonderful pile that should be in gold uh, bowls they're not they're in glasses very professional here <laughs> um so we have weird here wonderful here you can't pick more than twice from the same one in a row yeah um and that that's the rules. Okay. That's... <laughs> okay, I think I get them. Yeah, we uh, we do have uh, snipers outside the building. So we, <laughs> yeah, uh, that, deviate... I thought I saw a red dot early. Yeah, that makes sense. Cool. So yeah, hired a hitman. So, <laughs> would you like something from the? Let's file, start weird. Weird. Yeah, okay. Weird. Courageous. Oh, how would your life be different if the internet didn't exist?
1: Well, I would be broke for a start actually no to be fair i probably wouldn't i'd probably be working in a bank so it would be immeasurably more dull
2: working in a bank specifically because like did you do well oh, yeah because because I, I was
1: sort of set to work in a bank and then and then i i quit and went to drama school
2: oh um, that's quite the left term yeah yeah yeah
1: completely which yeah. my parents were thrilled about yeah <laughs>
2: How do you feel about the rumors that you're not a real chef or cook and that actually a 3D animated rat called Remy cooks everything for you?
1: I think that my recipes would probably be better if I presume this is ratatouille.
2: I don't know what that is. I've never heard of that in my life. I would have life. to assume
1: he's rat. Is that I mean I don't know many 3D animated rats that are good at cooking. So <laughs> they'd probably be more exciting and secretive and Fun and animated mm. than they are is my only evidence, really. Otherwise, it could well be.
2: Okay, well, I'll, I'll sell the story to whatever paper <laughs> will take it. We'll see what happens. I don't you get much money for it. Uh, I don't need much money to do anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anything better <spend> than nothing.
2: <laughs> Who were you before you were the creator you are today? So I suppose prior to the uh, the Instagram and uh, etc. Yeah. So I I,
1: I did a, a business degree at Nottingham. And then I had a grad job at RBS. So I was going to be probably an investment banker, I suppose. And then everything changed. Yeah, when I went to drama school. So your whole world flips upside down. Yeah, my whole world flips upside down. So I probably went from a conservative banker to a more liberal creator, Mm. which is a pretty cool buzzword.
2: Well, you are. You're a creator. You create things. We're cre- yeah. creating things right now. Yeah. Isn't that magical?
1: Yeah. Life's great creations are podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All good things start in a podcast.
2: Yeah. Okay. Weird. Wonderful. Where are we going? A weird. A weird. If you could invite three people, dead or alive, on a hot air balloon ride, who would you bring?
1: Um, the first one would be my girlfriend, Natalie, mm-hmm. who I would love to do a hot air balloon ride with. Who I actually did do a hot air balloon ride with in mexico wow which is amazing and we both had such a fantastic time but i did uh, save your life on her on the hot air balloon as ride.
2: in you <laughs> pretended to push her off <laughs> the basket?
1: yeah which it was funny in my head mm. uh, at the time and then she had a panic attack and, and she, she <laughs> literally was broke in up with tears. you for two weeks <laughs> yeah and there were other people on the ride that were stunned at what i thought i was doing and i so was i to be fair <laughs> um so i'd invite her again and i wouldn't do save your life natalie i promise if you ever listen this to this. time us. you would actually just commit yeah. to pushing <laughs> her off. Bye-bye Yeah. And then uh, a dead actor called Peter Postlethwaite, whose book I read um, before I went to drama school and it sort of uh, sort of sold the deal for me. Mm. So that's why I went to drama school. And then um, who else would I bring? Um who am I really intrigued to know more about? I, I
2: feel like you and I are friends over the past ten minutes, we? so if you wanted to bring me, in, that would be okay. <laughs> who
1: good... else? Hmm. Who else could I bring? You can come if you want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Brilliant. Well, let's do it. Good.
2: That's three. <laughs> who, who is this Peter? Got? What? What? What was it that he? Uh, that his book endowed? Uh, well, I think for he you.
1: just he just wrote uh, about acting and like being an actor as like. Rather than because when I was a kid, I was like, I want to be an actor, mm-hmm. and I looked at it as this like Hollywood thing, and like, whoa, I want to be on, I'm on the stage, I want to be on TV. And he looked at it as like, it's like, just what better way to spend your life than doing something you love doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and if it goes well, it goes well, and if it doesn't, at least you're trying to do something you love doing, yeah, yeah, rather than things going badly and something you don't even really want to do that much.
2: So, somewhat like a uh, maybe not. As on the nose as like follow your bliss, but like at least give it a go. Yeah, like 100%.
1: Yeah, yeah just give it a go. And, yeah. and like off the back of that, that's the reason that I have like my life now. Like, I'm doing presenting, I'm doing a bit of acting, I'm doing my Instagram, mm-hmm. a couple of businesses. Like, I do loads of different stuff because that initial leap was like away from the security of yeah, a nine to yeah. five, which is the biggest, most scary leap. And once I started yeah. a nine to five, I think that leap only gets more and more scary to do.
2: So, I suppose the yeah, food. For thought there would be to uh, follow your dreams kids follow your dreams follow your gosh you dang want to do dreams. anything <laughs> <laughs> okay i think that was a wonderful
1: uh, let's go weird again then
2: okie doke as a child what did you think would be awesome about being an adult but isn't as awesome as you thought it would be
1: credit cards i think would be a good one because mm. i remember thinking like wow you can just get anything with these cards that Mummy and Daddy used, yeah, um, and then I I didn't actually realise that wasn't the case <laughs> until I started paying them off. Um, so yeah. with with your organs that they asked for, <laughs> with uh, well, uh, yeah, I've lost a kidney so far, um, hopefully not much more. Oh, it's only one kidney. Yeah, yeah exactly. Any <laughs> more that came from? <laughs> <laughs> there's
2: probably. I don't think there's a great amount of uh, education when it comes to things like that either
1: no none nothing about personal finance yeah I mean at school not enough probably about sex education and all that kind of jazz yeah in fact watching sex education on Netflix is teaching me about sex education at the age of 25 which is slightly concerning
2: a little bit yeah yeah yeah. but well I mean you get the life lessons where you can huh
1: <laughs> that knows from the University of Life. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: that was a weird. You can go weird, wonderful. Let's go wonderful. That okay. was a bit too weird by the end. <laughs> <laughs> What's something that you really resent paying for?
1: Any extras on a flight, I just can't stand it. um Paying for baggage on a especially long haul is mm. literally outrageous. That you have to pay more to bring your stuff, and also when you sit on the flight and like you're next to someone that's, let's say, significantly bigger than you. And I think like, well, if I've got the same weight of luggage, like why should we all not just have like, okay, this is, you get 100 kilos on the flight. Including means, your body mass. Including your body mass. So <laughs> then I'd, I would get an extra 10 kilos. Fair enough. Some people, my, my girlfriend would get an extra 50 kilos. So I could put more of my stuff in her bag.
2: You know what? That's a really good point. Although I imagine that might slow down the aeroplane boarding process if they had to like weigh everyone with (laughs) their luggage
1: or it maybe it's in your passport your weight
2: what if you fluctuate a lot well yeah then you could just
1: yo-yo you could yo-yo your way into it to a low weight yeah (laughs) i don't think i've weighed myself i do not recommend anyone yo-yo dieting for the reference just just, just so we know
2: (laughs) i don't know i might give that a shot i don't think i've (laughs) went on a uh, weighing scale in a while but if it meant that i could save 20 quid i'd get Huge like that. <laughs> Anything to, to save a, save a <laughs>
1: buck. You and you'd save the money on eating fast food as well. Yeah, probably. Or cheap recipes that you can yeah. find on my Instagram page. Oh, I'm <laughs> loving these plugs. I'm hoping only one or two of those questions get used. Otherwise, it's going to sound very pluggy.
2: No, that's fine. I'm. Try- I was trying to think of a plug-based pun, but all I can think of is electricity sockets, and that's the opposite <laughs> of a plug. So we'll get back to it. Uh, Weird, wonderful, where are you going? Uh, Weird. Weird. This one is perhaps revealing. Not in a physical <laughs> body way, but if you wanted to do that, it would be fine too. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, If you could know the absolute truth to one question, what question would you ask? A bit philosophical? To well, be honest, I would maybe? quite
1: like to know... The question, the first question, would have to be: How do I know that you know the absolute truth about this thing?
2: Yeah, I, I, I think within the paradigm of this question, it's not so far as somebody tells you, but you know something intrinsically or oh, so it just comes to you. Yeah, yeah, like a like some kind of maybe like divine intervention or a, what's the other? <laughs> I always have to think of the Simpsons. A uh, burning
1: for... bush or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that will be. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have to think of a Simpsons movie. Epiphany or a Bible reference. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I guess I'd like to know if, like, what happens next? Like, is there actually some sort of spiritual after life?
2: Well, what happens next is we'll finish recording this podcast and you'll go home and I'll go home. I don't know what else you're talking about.
1: <laughs> I guess after I die one day.
2: What? Oh! Or after I had one no dies. Idea. I had no idea. It'd be interesting. Yeah. What would, you, what would you hope for, do you think?
1: I'd hope that there's, like, some sort of everyone kind of mills around and catch up with old friends. Um I guess like a retirement home. Because um,
2: they're notoriously fun.
1: <laughs> no, because I don't want it to be too fun. I want it to be like it's cool, you get to just check up on everyone how they're doing on earth, you can kinda of chill, read the paper, yeah. maybe a golf course there. Um and then I suppose there would have to be like a kids park for for if people die quite young. Oh. <laughs> that was so much more morbid than I meant it to be. And then uh Maybe like a school (laughs) and then a university and then boring jobs for everyone. So basically another paradigm.
2: Yeah, that doesn't sound too much like heaven,
1: but... (laughs) What's heaven like to you then? Hey man, I'm not the guest. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um... I don't know, I guess... uh customarily it's usually like this tranquil place man and all your, all your energy is just there
1: and, yeah, and everyone's the
2: uh, vibing out bro I don't know <laughs> what, I don't know what that means water pools yeah
1: 420 bro
2: yeah I, I, it varies for person to person religion to religion belief system to belief system the only thing I have thought about maybe is um in, in the sense of, what would you say, uh, like reincarnation. I don't know insofar as like animals and things like that, but mm. because like, uh the universe is all energy and you can't destroy energy, etc. cetera. <laughs> uh, I've thought about maybe, you know, because they, I don't know what I was about to say, they say that the, the universe is expanding. So I've thought about maybe at one point it will contract because there's that whole idea about like, oh, if you took all the matter, it would fit in the size of a sugar cube or whatever. So maybe the Big Bang will happen again. And that will be a weird roundabout way of in- reincarnation, like universe yeah. expands, and everything goes back. starts again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe that's.
1: So then we are then back to being well originally one bacteria.
2: I suppose or... yeah, whatever that initial th- thing was in the beginning.
1: And are we aware of this, or are we just accidentally a part of it? And we and then the maybe this is the fifth round of that.
2: Very much uh, a possibility. I think that's like what. <laughs> some like out there thinkers have thought like that's where the like oh we're living in a simulation comes from yeah, yeah. because like the idea that it just like repeats or there's infinite possibilities and... yeah yeah i'm not a scientist i uh it <laughs> doesn't sound very sciencey no uh, no <laughs> if anyone's uh don't take this too seriously um weird wonderful
1: um was that weird that must have been weird
2: i can't even remember Lesley we've wonderful. been on such a trip i have no idea what the question was. i don't
1: even know where i am anymore <laughs> Well, wonderful. You, wonderful.
2: Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, why haven't the aliens come yet?
1: I mean, I don't think that any countries are particularly welcoming right now. Oh, yeah. So maybe they were just waiting and hoping that the EU experiment will work out better. And then they could come be a part of the dream. Just for
2: utmost clarity, we are talking about like extraterrestrials not like yeah yeah, yeah okay. I'm not talking
1: about alien people from alien countries good good um, no I don't know if I was an alien and I looked down on, Earth, or maybe they have been at yeah. a time when we didn't realise that they'd come or maybe they even are here but aliens are just you can't tell they're even here
2: yeah I'll zip my face off right now and I was, I've was i been an alien the whole yeah, time yeah 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 I um yeah that I, I think that makes sense like well you guys can't even figure your own stuff out so we're just gonna hang yeah, back yeah, until you yeah. can
1: honestly we're cool up here wherever yeah. we are in our in our parallel universe.
2: In a sweet little UFO. It's probably not little, but it's probably yeah, yeah. It's, it's probably it, quite I nice.
1: Mean, I do think about it sometimes. Surely there's someone else out there or yeah. something else. But then I think aliens probably, if we're talking scientifically, are just again like we mentioned earlier, just bacteria on another planet.
2: Yeah. Which will probably be quite um. What's the word that I'm looking for? Anticlimatic! Yeah, There we go. Yeah. Which my realisation of that word in and of itself was quite anticlimactic. <laughs> but is that <laughs> on the Anticlimatic nose? Anticlimactic into itself. Yeah. It's a bit meta. <laughs> and, the, and the kids love meta content these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't you, listener. Isn't that meta? I'm addressing you uh, breaking the fourth wall on a podcast. <gasps> I'm running out of breath. Okay. Um, uh, wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Which was this one? Come here, my boy. If you could write a law that everyone had to obey, what law would you create?
1: It would be speed lanes on pavements, 100%. No doubt. I think that would make everyone's world better. My mind has just been blown. (laughs) Yeah. If you're chilled, like I'm I'm not one or the other. Normally I'm probably rushing around, but sometimes I don't feel like rushing around. And then I'm kind of conscious that there's people behind me rushing. So it's a problem for both ends.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's quite an altruistic take. Initially, I, I
1: would have thought just like, because everybody's in the way,
2: man. Yeah, but then yeah, there's yeah. also a thing of like, because I don't want to be in the way, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a, what a, what a sweetie pie.
1: <laughs> it's like, um you know, Japanese people wear, wear like face masks here. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to think it was like they want to get our diseases, but they wear them when they're ill to stop making other people ill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so when you about it like that, it's like, oh, what wonderful people. Yeah. I didn't think that Japanese people were bad people, by the way. Just for reference
2: i'm gonna sell that story <laughs> as well <laughs> but yeah british people just uh, cough everywhere
1: yeah exactly
2: I was, I was just thinking about is it would it be uh, apt to drop a coronavirus reference but is that going to be relevant at some point
1: uh, will it be relevant by the time this comes out i bloody hope not
2: yeah that would be quite upsetting and uh, this podcast is just going out to an audience <laughs> of no, no one. one the
1: population's gone <laughs> yeah we're still in here in this bunker
2: <laughs> yeah do we have snacks here? How long do you think we could survive here in the event that that were to uh, happen? There
1: were definitely some fizzy drinks outside. They give us a bit of energy for a while.
2: How long do how long you think you can live off a of fizzy drink? I don't know.
1: I, I, I actually, do you know what? My stepdad's a doctor, and I asked him the other day, and I think it's like three weeks or four weeks you can live without any food. Maybe four weeks, but it's like three days without water. Maybe a week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being very vague with these references. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, if he listens to this, he'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've not said that. I
2: thought I raised you better. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> What's some insider knowledge that only people in your line of work know?
1: I guess probably that everyone isn't quite as happy in. On the ball as they seem on Instagram mm. or YouTube all the time. They probably are sometimes. In fact, I definitely am sometimes. Mm-hmm. I am a lot of the time, to be fair, but not all the time, mm. as one might be led to believe.
2: Yeah. It's almost like these platforms are actually just highlight reels, but um <laughs> Yeah, I, I have um heard that I, I suppose especially when it comes to like creatives. Mm. Um and a lot of it is quite, like, um, the work that you do is quite by yourself as well. So yeah, you yeah, So you are quite uh, 100% isolated, quite, It's quite
1: lonely, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but then people, like, make, like, sort of connections and groups. So you get groups of, like, YouTubers that are mates. And, like, yeah, yeah. I've got, like, sort of Instagram fitness, food, friends mm. that I don't see very much. Uh-huh. Maybe they're not my friends. No, yeah, you know, you do, like, make groups. But still, at the end of the day, I'm cooking in my kitchen by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very hard recording... A workout i'll normally have someone recording it for me which is nice but that's about 20 minutes <laughs> yeah i was
2: i was gonna say like or maybe like the live viewers if you if that's a thing that you do is that a thing that you do i don't but maybe i should maybe for the
1: maybe just constantly be live so i feel like there's people there <laughs> <laughs> i'll never be alone again genius that fixes everyone's loneliness problems
2: yeah, Life. until you come to the realisation that you're surrounded by people and still feel lonely. Yeah. Oh wasn't it
1: um who was it that sung that song? It was someone like Ronan Keating.
2: Hmm. I
1: really would love to be able to just bang remember. But it's not gonna come.
2: Like an Epiphany, epiphany. callback. <laughs> We've been on a journey together. <laughs> um weird, wonderful. Wonderful. Okie dokie. What's the worst thing you've done out of politeness?
1: I actually have quite a good one because I helped a woman with, her like, a big bag. She had a big rucked suitcase mm-hmm. um, on the tube. She was quite old. And, like, I carried it off the end of the of the steps, like, mm-hmm. down the end of the steps. And then she, like, walked walked across to the direction I wasn't going and just got on the tube. So I had to get on with her. Oh. With, with her bag. You became her, like... Pat me Her um, bitch. Oh. I think she called me. She said, come here. <laughs> come good here, little, little bitch, boy. yeah. Yeah, and then, so yeah, and it was on the Jubilee line, so I went, I think, to uh, Bermondsey or something when I wanted to go to Waterloo.
2: Honestly, though, that might be the most, like, subtly gangster thing I've heard in a very long time. Like, <laughs> no,
1: you're coming with me, and I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, maybe I got played. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, maybe I got played like jackass when they dress up as old people. Who was your first fictional crush? Probably Hermione Granger. Levio Sar, not Levio Sarr. Yeah. That really that,
2: uh, <laughs> she really enunciated it. <laughs> yeah,
1: she really knew how to use the English language, the made-up English language. That sounded uh, which isn't like... not something yeah. I generally find particularly attractive, I won't lie. But uh, yeah, Hermione Granger. I think before I kind of knew what a crush was, Yeah. to be fair, w- I just thought, oh, she sounds bright. Yeah. Charming. <laughs>
2: How old were you when you had a crush on her?
1: I guess like nine or eight. Mm. When did Harry Potter came out, I think I, I think I was probably like seven or eight yeah. when it came out. And then I probably read it about eight or nine.
2: That's what I was about to say, actually, uh, as like a point of clarification. Are we talking book Hermione or film Hermione? This is book Hermione.
1: Uh. The film Hermione only served to reinforce that. Right. When she grew up. Yeah. I hasten to add. <laughs> <laughs> Although I was probably the same age as her. So it wouldn't be weird if I did fancy her.
2: Oh, okay. I can't read. <laughs> this one
1: was written in Chinese. Or something, <laughs> apparently.
2: <laughs> if you lived until one hundred years old, would you prefer to have the mind or body of a thirty-year-old? This one might be kind of interesting because obviously you're in a the fitness game. Yeah. Getting those fitness gains.
1: A hundred percent mind. Hmm. Definitely mind. I think you're like if you were forgetting everything and like.
2: Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high
0: price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: I don't even know. I don't know what the argument would be for body. Yeah. I, I, Unless you're in agony, I suppose, the whole time, even though you're sane.
2: Yeah. I, I think... for this question mind probably is the way to go because you can kind of mitigate i suppose like body fatigue so just like by keeping active and things like that yeah you could do that partially for the brain too um but i feel like it's um more maybe i suppose like biologically ingrained it's like ah if you're gonna go you maybe got like a five to ten percent waiver but
1: otherwise exactly if you're
2: going you're you're going
1: (laughs) when i go i go yeah Yeah, yeah, I just, I think the thought of having one of those sort of degenerative mind diseases, are just, just horrible, isn't it? Yeah. It's just yeah. really sad.
2: What do you think you do better than 90% of people?
1: Probably sleep. I think, because I, I, I'm very lucky in that, like, I generally sleep all right. And I was actually at this sort of training day for this brand I work with the other day, and... um. There was a sleep expert and it like it kind of blew me away how little people sleep. Like I didn't really realize what the averages were. Mm -hmm. Um, What There were a few new mums there which did sort of bring them down. Yeah. Um, But I think people sleep on average like six hours a night.
2: Yeah. Um, What is it it that you're getting that puts you in the 90th percentile? I
1: mean, I just kind of get as much as I need, really.
2: You almost made that sound a bit like a pickup line, like, I get as much as I need.
1: (laughs) So, uh, nice to meet you. How do you sleep? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're not gonna work. (laughs) Um, yeah, 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 I'm lucky in that I I struggle with other things, but sleep, fortunately. Mm. I should never have said that, should I? And there's nothing wooden in here for me to tap furiously. There's probably something. There's a little wind How do you sleep?
2: How do I sleep? Honestly, fairly well. How do you sleep? (laughs) (laughs) even though i've murdered 10 people honestly quite well um ted bundy over here (laughs) um yeah i don't know i don't know i honestly don't know how interested people are to know how much i host person mcgee sleeps but fairly well i'm on generally 11 till 7 get your hours of sleep that you can get my guys uh it's important what is the wisest thing you have ever heard someone say?
1: The whitest.
2: Wisest. <laughs> the whitest oh, would be like... That makes more
1: sense. Um, I don't know, the BAFTA nominations, if we're going whitest. <laughs> that's topical because it's the day after the BAFTAs right now. Um, yeah. The wisest thing... Actually, do you know what? I At this same thing I was just telling you about, this training day thing, Fern Cotton came to one of the little uh, sort of discussion things we had. Mm-hmm. And um, she said... When talking about when you get frustrated with other people, no matter what it is, whether it's on the tube or whether it's in general life, no better, no worse is what you should think. Everyone's just out there giving it their best shot. Mm -hmm. So even if it does frustrate you, they're not trying to ruin their life and be bad people. Mm -hmm. I think most people are trying to be good people. Um, But their circumstances have led them to where they are. And if that is that they jumped on the tube in front of you, Maybe they're not as bad a person as you think they might be in that moment.
2: Or they asked you to carry their or,
1: bag or, up to Aberdeen. <laughs> Irene, you know who you are. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I suppose, think that's really great. I, I love that.
2: Yeah. I, I suppose that's quite like a, maybe somewhat of like a stoic principle. Just like, uh, no better, no worse. Or it's, it's kind of like... Um, taking ownership of your feelings i suppose regardless of the external world because that's not what you can control i suppose
1: exactly and giving yourself a chance even if it's that sort of split second of no better no worse a chance to not react and make your day worse Mm. as a result because either you get affected by things and they make your life worse or you try not to get affected by them and they don't make your life worse
2: yeah It's like uh, taking ownership. Because in those moments, you can kind of um, catch yourself. Yeah. Like before the reaction kind of like overtakes your body and you become this bastion of rage (laughs) or whatever emotion that you're uh, feeling. Yeah, exactly. How do you know when it's love?
1: How do you know when it's love? How do you know when it's love?
2: I'll take how do you know when it's love for 200. I don't know where I am.
1: (laughs) Another consonant, please. Um... (laughs) Uh, I don't know, I guess you probably just feel it really you just, it just feels right you know, it feels like even when it's even if you like have tough bits it feels worth pursuing despite that um, and also I think a big part of it is do your friends really like them do your family really like them because I don't know, I think if you love someone and that's not the case maybe it's just Maybe it is love, but it's just probably not right. And it's probably not going to make you happy in the long run because you're going to have this never-ending battle.
2: That you don't like them fundamentally.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. That that you like them, you're trying to convince people other people to like them and whatever. I mean, I've actually had this, so I don't really know why I'm going down that road so far. But I think, yeah, you just kind of... It must be a feeling.
2: What are you working on at the moment?
1: Um, I am working on a book at the moment um and i'm also working on a new business which is a video sharing platform for actors at first and then we want to do musicians um which basically levels the playing field so you get into the room with the cast director if you can upload videos of you acting and you're good not if you went to rada and Mm. not if your dad is a producer um and and, I, and the, I mean, we're speaking now in uh, what well, we start February. So the Baths were last night and they were a good. And it comes up year after year. that There's a complete lack of diversity. And that's because there's a complete lack of opportunity. Um, I think Idris Elba said something along the lines of talent is everywhere, but opportunity isn't. Yeah. And I want to create something that means opportunity is there. Basically, it's called Flarebox.co. If you're an actor and you want to be a successful actor, you need to get on there now.
2: I mean, that's the best call to action I've <laughs> heard. So, if you're listening, if you're an acting person. Or you or have a...
1: friends that are acting people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like we're working, well, talking to and hopefully going to be working with BAFTA, National Youth Theatre, um, all of these brilliant charities and organisations that try to do that but haven't really gone digital yet mm-hmm. enough. So, it's taking that industry into the next generation baby Mm. and on that note (laughs) I've been Robert Eads
2: thank you very much thanks for listening to this week's episode of 17 questions if your start to the morning wind down at night or journey was improved by Rob's dorset tones or indeed my monotone one then please drop us a five star review on iTunes or visit Rob at lean student chef on all socials or us at 17 questions pod so you can tell us how much you enjoyed the episode Outside of that, see you next week for another round of Weird and Wonderful 17 Questions.
0: Hold up!